Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody, this is Phil Town. And this is Danielle Town. Welcome to the Invested Podcast. I am back from my little COVID vacation. Poor dad had COVID. I think I think I and need. And it to, was rough. I need to get Melissa's body. That's <laughs> that goes without saying. She's like a rock. She got COVID, and it lasted one sniffle, afternoon and evening, and that was it. She in fact she tested positive day one and day three. She tested negative. It's like, what? Who gets over it this quickly? Mm. Meanwhile, I'm like two weeks, so. It was not horrible, but it was not fun. I would not want to do it again, but I suspect that getting COVID regularly is in our futures. It is everywhere. Okay. So there you Let's, go. Yeah, I don't want to think about that yeah, situation. I know, yeah. It sucks. Um, so, I'm just guys. glad that you are getting over it and you're feeling okay and you're able to be talking and um, present. Because yeah, me too. Was, presents good as opposed to dead. That's yeah, bad. presents good as opposed to dead for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So I'll probably be hacking away here during the podcast, but so we're gonna keep it short today, and uh, and then hopefully sort of get to more substance next time. But we wanted to show up, and I'm home from the clinic, so like it feels like everything's a little bit, and we had a little break here, and everything's a little bit. Uh, new all over again so it's so nice what did what did we put on last week we did a little vault thing we did a vault episode last week and the week before that i but what was it it was buffett we were talking about buffett ah, very good always a good subject <laughs> yeah i probably could that, say that about any episode <laughs> true the week before that you were you were um, so the week before that i gave a little intro on my process looking into really any company you could use it for but but specifically into netflix and i just get so many questions from people how do you start where do you start what do you look at first um it feels so overwhelming to be seeing this company with years and years and years and years of information like how do you even begin on something like that so i thought i would just describe how I begin, which is not necessarily the best way. It's not necessarily the way anybody else should do it. It's just the way I do it. So I thought I would show people as an example and just as a, you know, anecdotal piece of information. Now, wait a second. The stuff that I find interesting. If you're going to show people a bunch of stuff, but you're rather neutral in your values of how valuable it is to do it this way, why would they even want to listen? Why, why listen to you if you don't think your way is really good? <laughs> yeah, no. you can do it. Here, I'm just going to show do you. Do you want to know the answer? <clears throat> this is so millennial. I'm just going to show you 
how I do it. And it's just one way you can do it. There's probably a million ways. But you can listen to me. Yes, I do want to hear the answer. Go. It's because not everybody thinks the same way. Not everybody well, so finds what? the same stuff interesting. So not what? everybody. Gravity is, but gravity is gravity, right? If there's laws of investing, then that's like laws of nature. And there is laws of nature about gravity. It doesn't matter how you feel about it or the different ways you go about it. It just is there. It just affects you. I think it's like that. Do you think, think that the way you start looking at a company is a law? Like yeah, gravity? Pretty much. Yeah, I, I do. I oh, don't. man. I think some I think people this start idea. with this year. <clears throat> some people start with 10 years ago. Some people start with the mission. Some people start with the numbers. Well, ev but everybody should start with do I understand this business? That's yeah. simple. So sure. the rest of it's kind of. I mean, if that's all you're talking about, that's okay. I would put that down as the okay. Okay, go ahead. That's in the go ahead file. Jeez. You really <laughs> want to find something wrong with this. Mm -mm. I don't. What I expect is that it's quite good <clears throat> and that people should do it. I think that, you know, I don't know. Here's why I'm not saying that because I have been through an iterative process for myself of how do I, not how, what information do I need with a company so that I can start to, as you astutely pointed out, know if I can understand this company or not. Right. And I've done it so many times where I like then went back and went like, God, I really wish I even knew when this company was founded or I wish I knew if the guy leading this company was the one that was the CEO from the beginning or like, when did he show up? So these are questions that come to my mind and not one of them involves numbers. So for a lot of people, they go straight to the numbers. They don't care when the company was founded. They only want to look back 10 years to know if they can understand the company. They need to see, what are the KPIs? What are the key performance indicators? What are the um, the main numbers that this company uses? And that's how they get into a company. Other people care about like, what's the supply chain look like? And what do they make? And do I know their products? And do I believe in their products? And that's where they start. And all of that has to do with understanding the company. But we come at it really differently and I think that's a beautiful part of investing and of being an investor that we are different we understand companies differently and we are very interested in disparate companies okay but what I what I don't really understand is kind of going into this like ah there's all these ways to begin why don't you just get the 10k and read it so that wouldn't everybody just way. do that no, I don't like to like, do that. Why would I don't you like that, do that way. So you could do an episode where you spend 30 seconds and you say, hi, it's Phil Town. The way to start is go get the 10K and start there. Have a great day. But I don't like to do that. That's not my way. Why don't you like to do that? That seems to me to be the most obvious place. You want to learn all about this company. That's where they put it all. All in one nice little compact package. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, kind of, and you know I love 10Ks, but that's straight 
manufactured with a bow from the company. Mm -hmm. And I would prefer to find out my own information. Well, maybe the reason it's kind of hard for you to figure all out where to, where you're going is because you don't go there first. Maybe. I mean, why wouldn't you I want used it in to. a bow? I mean, I'm sure you told me that years ago, and I'm I used sure to do I that. I'm pretty sure I did, and I'm a little surprised you're not doing it that way. I used to do that, and I didn't feel like I had my arms around a company. I felt like I was missing information. Well, like then I was, you go Like deeper. I said, like I was getting it from the company, and I don't want to get it from the company in the beginning. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I think that's a mistake. I will say that straight up. Well, you can say you don't do it that way, but to say it's a mistake is something really yeah, different. I'm, I'm pretty good with saying things are mistakes, and I know so you don't like So why do you think it's a mistake? Because you're just wandering into this forest, and what I want you to do is I want you to start with a picture. Like when you go into the forest, all you've got is trees around you. And, you know, you look at some big trees and some little trees. But you don't know what's important. When you go to the 10K, you're looking at the whole forest. So you get a picture of the whole thing really quickly. A picture of what the company does, what its competition is, what the risk factors are in the business. It's just within a few pages. It's all right there. And then <clears throat> as you start to dig in deeper and read more, you have a... a an overall picture. I mean, I'm just trying to even imagine what I would have done if, like, when I started to learn about the railroad business when Buffett started buying Burlington Northern. I mean, I ultimately ended up buying, I think, 35 books from Amazon on intermodal freight and the whole deal. And I skimmed most of them and read some of them deeply, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, but without going to a picture of the business itself first, it would have just been this. I don't know, I would have been lost in the trees if it would feel like to me. So I would, that's we, the point. we teach all our that's students, why like, don't, I'm, don't that's wander why I... off into the trees, start right here, yeah. get a quick view of the business, and then move on. Totally agree. And ah. my method is, is for that. Ah. Because otherwise I have felt like I've been wandering around, if that's mm. the analogy you want to mm. use. Yeah. Mm. All right, then we're agreed. <laughs> Somehow that tends to happen. We end up agreeing good, at the end. Good show. Good show. <laughs> right on. Yeah, it's funny. But like, I, I hear your point that the 10K has a lot in there. And, you know, I'm trying to like think back to when I used to go straight to 10Ks. And I was never sure I was getting. I mean, this is not like deep info. This is not even at the level of understanding the company. This is like, what has happened? This is what stuff that I need to know. Like, what has happened in the past? Where did this place, where did this thing come from? What was the problem they were originally trying to solve? Are they still trying to solve that problem? Like, how did this company get born? Like, that's kind of what I'm interested in. Well, that's a cool thing. That's, that's a deep dive into what I would call the meaning of the business, you know, the 4M thing. Yeah, yeah. management margin of safety. But it's not a deep dive. It's like, a very. it's easy to find that stuff out. So I think when I was reading the 10Ks, um, I just wasn't, I wasn't getting that info in the way that I wanted it. That's all I can say. And then I love... Mm -hmm. I love 10Ks, so like the next step is for sure, go to the 10Ks. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so here you go, folks. Go into the woods, see if you like the way the trees look, and then step back out and take a look at the forest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, I think just having that thought process and having some consciousness around how do I best determine if this is a company I not only can understand, but am interested in. Um, will serve you very well as an investor. Yeah, I think that's for sure. You, you've got to be interested in it. Like if we're looking at Netflix, you know, I'm interested in it because I use it. And mm-hmm. that's usually what really hooks me in. I always have a little more trouble with sort of business to business kinds of, of businesses, you know, where they're, mm-hmm. they're making something that I don't use. Like, and if we're looking at a defense company and they're making ships, uh, okay, I, I get it, but I don't know if I get it on a visceral level. Yeah, totally. Right? It's more and, imaginary. Yeah, it's more imaginary. It's like, okay, I, I can see how we would need somebody to make ships. I don't really have a clue about what goes into it. Whereas when I'm eating a burrito, I always feel like I have a pretty good grip on why I'm eating <laughs> that burrito <laughs> in particular over somebody else's burrito. Or why I'm watching, you know, um, that you know some Viking show on Netflix, right? The last, the last, what was it? The Last Kingdom. Oh my God, that was just addictive. Really? So yeah, yeah, I watched it all. It's funny now, like, be, like investing just changes the way you look at every part of your it life. It really does. And like, <laughs> just yesterday, I turned on Netflix and I thought, you know, I really don't see anything I want to watch. Maybe I should cancel. And then I was like, oh, is everybody thinking like this? Hmm, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. this is a sign. Oh, gosh, oh, should I cancel? Oh, but if I mm-hmm. cancel, then I can't see what new stuff they have for my investing research. Like, there's just, it's, I know. it's a different spin. You know, it's like, and, and one of the critical things, the critical things about looking at something like Netflix for me is, you know, what stops me from canceling? What What is it that keeps me there why why do i just want to if i'm going to drink a yeah. cola see i'm not drinking colas anymore after covid Good, but if i really? was going to it would be a coke yeah i totally off of it <laughs> now if i'd see how long it lasts <laughs> but um you know there's i have to have a reason like if i want to ride a motorcycle it's like I, there's a certain kind of motorcycle if i want to drive a car mm-hmm. you know so you try to figure out the things where you have a strong opinion mm-hmm. about why? Why this one? You know, I like a certain toothpaste, but I'm not like stuck on it. If somebody, if I ran out and went over to Melissa's toothpaste and got that, it'd be a different one, Bambi. Wouldn't bother me in the least, right? I don't mm-hmm. care as long as it does the job. But there are other things that I do care a lot about. And so I try to figure out why am I not canceling Netflix? Why, why is it that I'm, I'm going to stay on this thing? Right. I mean, that's just so I think basic that's to the, the crux whole deal. of the of the entire conversation. Right. There. Yeah. Why right there. 
would I or other people who are different from me Mm -hmm. not cancel Netflix? Right on. Yeah. Right on. There's a there's a show on I don't even know what it is. It's it just comes automatically with Spectrum. It's the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader tryouts. <laughs> I can't believe is you're talking 20, about this. It's 24/7. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay attention to this though. Right? I mean, it's just like what other show is running 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, nonstop and has been doing so for years? What now other you're show? all getting a window into the phone calls I get from my dad. So it's like, what, is it? what is it about the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you've, you're looking for that kind of a hook that, that grabs you. Not a, a hook that grabs you and pulls you in and keeps you there. And, um, and that's, of course, people's questions about every business. And so the reason that's so important is because when you're going through an event like Netflix is going through, which is a massive drop, I don't know, on the order of 70% down from their high, um, you need to know that that thing, that hook is still there and it'll still be there in the future, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. in order to figure that out, <clears throat> you have to understand the business. You have to understand what is this business all about? And it's really, it's these things kind of roll together, right? Which is why I kind of like to look at the whole picture and understand what, what the whole picture looks like before I dive in, um, to see if the company itself can tell me clearly what their hook is, what what it is that keeps them from keeps me from canceling them in this case, or keeps me going back for another burrito down mm -hmm. the road, or whatever, right? The, whatever is the, the source of success for a McDonald's, which is epic level of success, against every burger company in the world. Here's McDonald's with, I don't know, 50,000 restaurants or something. What is it that just grabs people and keeps them coming back into that thing, right? And people look yeah. at all sorts of stuff. But you got to find that. You got to find that. If you can't find that, it's too. then the business is too hard. What is it? Okay, I say yeah. we make that our driving force, driving question as we go through this yeah. company finally. Yeah. And let's get to that. We're going to push it one more week, guys, but let's get to that next week. Um, I told you all to check out the Netflix annual meeting, and unfortunately, they only taped and put up the uh, incredibly boring part of the meeting. The um, Just the formal part of the, the meeting. The formal required legal part of it. Yeah. And so that's really a bummer. But and there are questions and answers from previous quarterly yeah. um, phone calls and there's even a transcript on their website which is easy to like skim through i would so, really look at that the last quarter q1 yeah was a so, very very important quarter so everybody uh, who's discussion. following us on netflix here check those out if you have time and we are planned <laughs> you are gonna do this one we'll see <clears throat> you know don't I'm listen back. to us I'm until it actually happens but uh but Netflix is, is on the way and hopefully this extra guys, time has just given us a chance to see more about what's happening with it and get more info. I'll tell you guys, as you know, you know, we've been pretty, pretty leery of going deep into this market um, and being real invested in it. And now the market has crumbled pretty steadily from the first of the year. And just yesterday was declared a bear market, right? Um, S&P 500 finally went 
into bear, bear market mm. territory. Might be bouncing out today. Bear market territory, by the way, is just so arbitrary number that they pick. In this case, it, isn't bear it a market, certain amount of percentage drop? It is twenty yeah. percent drop, <clears throat> which is pretty significant. Um, but in in the case of most bear markets, would indicate about halfway to where it's going. Um, if you're wondering about where it's going, then that tip, that's the typical thing. And a typical bear market lasts quite a long time um, before the market is back up to where it originally was. Sometimes a couple of years uh, can go by. And um, if we are in a marketplace very similar to the 1970s, which is a coherent argument that mm-hmm. we have inflation and an economy that's not not ticking on all eight cylinders, then we have what's called stagflation. And in that environment, um, where <laughs> I think when I was in high school, my dad told me I should put some money in a mutual fund. So I was working in a gas station. I, I managed to put $600 into a mutual fund in wow, 1966. Wow, that's a lot. That was a lot. Jeez. I know. Where'd I got go? a pile of it in there. I know. And then um, 18 years later, I had $400 in the same mutual fund. Ugh. It was just it it just didn't go anywhere and um and this was the the impact of stagflation which was a combination of inflation and um and a an economy that was running with high unemployment and so on so i don't know if we're there it's like right now we have low unemployment but we certainly have massive inflation actually larger inflation than we had then mm-hmm. and it took a massive intervention by the federal reserve to stop the inflation they raised the interest rates to 15 or 16 percent, if you can imagine that. Um, and uh, compared to today, at th- they're at three percent for the 30 year. So you know, just a massive shrinking of available credit and uh, the shrinking of the economy that went that with that was very, very painful. Um, and it really, really changed America dramatically. So and changed the world dramatically. And I think, certainly, I think we're going into something world-changing. I think we'll see dramatic changes. But um, <clears throat> I think you got to be really careful right now that you're not trying to make investments that you don't understand or hoping that something is a good mm. deal because it went down. Um, mm. That just nice isn't call. the case. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you have to just be really, more than ever, aware that understanding the business is critical. And, and then... Also, be very aware that you couldn't ask for a better scenario to develop generational wealth than the 1970s. That was amazing. That's when Warren Buffett went from, just in a matter of five or six years, he went from something like a net worth of $60 million to a net worth of $700 million. Hmm. Just exploded his net worth in a market that didn't go up at all. It, it was the market, the Dow Jones Industrial Average hit 1,000 in about 1965, and it didn't get above that, although it hit it again and again, I think 10 or 12 times over the next 20 years, but it didn't go above it until about 1983 or 84. Wow. So it's just this huge, and I think that's where we're headed here. So if you don't know how to invest and you're just buying mutual funds and ETFs, I I think you're going to have a long, long period of time when gradually you'll come to the conclusion that putting your money in bonds is a better idea and nobody makes money in the stock market. And meanwhile, people that invest like Warren Buffett will have an opportunity to create generational wealth with less risk than most people are taking by buying a mutual fund. So this is this is really, I think, we're starting into a time that could be really phenomenally 
game changing for all of you out there. Hope cool. so. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm cutting you off. Okay. I don't want you to get too tired. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll dive into this now. <clears throat> Over these next weeks, we're gonna get get into a really good pattern of uh, of of deep dives into examples. So you guys will be able to see what it looks like when you get an idea and you want to kind of follow through it and see how that process works and you know where decision points are that where you can say yeah I, I really like this let's keep digging or oops this is too hard time to quit move on yeah so I think that'll be pretty cool yeah me too all right all right thanks everybody all right Bye. you guys until next time see you time to go play Hi guys, thanks for listening to Invested. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more information or to listen to additional episodes, visit our website at investedpodcast.com and sign up for my virtual workshop right there. Spots are definitely limited for this event. I'm not kidding, they really are. They sell out very quickly. So everything discussed on this podcast, by the way, is either my opinion or it's Danielle's opinion. And it's really important, it's not to be taken as investing advice because I am not your financial advisor nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. So remember that. You're on your own here. This podcast is for your entertainment and education only, and I really hope you enjoyed it.